Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. This one's going to be a little different. We're doing video as well. And uh, I'm happy to have with me today, it's going to be an awesome topic. You guys already know it because you've read the description, but we have Kevin Hitmansky with us from Hitmansky Hobbies. And uh, he and I got to meet each other for the first time just the other day. Where were we at? Uh, we were at Digger's Dungeon in North Carolina, and we had a great time for at least yes, two days. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And so uh, Losi had us go there to meet with the uh, the Andersons and show them for the first time uh, a vehicle that I also saw for the first time, but Kevin had seen prior to this. He's he's had some runtime with it previously, and so he... Uh, why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, so uh, basically, um, well, it's a kind of a long story, and I'll try to keep it short. But uh, you know, I've been working on monster truck design, solid axle monster truck design since basically the Cloudbuster was released, um, and uh, I've always been pushing the design of the trucks, trying to get them better and better, and just just trying things. I don't really listen to what people are doing. I don't do what people are doing. I experiment with stuff. I think about stuff and try things and so on. And I got to the point where I designed my own truck. Um, and, um, you know, got that to be much better than most of the production trucks out there and so on. And, uh, yeah, you know, eventually I end up working at horizon hobby. Um, and while I was there, I was a product developer working on the pro boat line. Uh, and while I was there, I tried to get them to do a solid axle monster truck. So this is about 2013. It was before uh, their time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty far back. And, uh, I tried to get them to do it. Then I, I actually took, uh, the truck that I designed and built and I tore it all apart. Uh, started putting a brushless system in it and everything so we could drive it and so they could see what it's all about and just to kind of understand it. Uh, and well, I got uh, knocked down pretty quick on that one. We didn't make it very far, <laughs> um, you know. And you've and, been and, doing and, this. Um, We've seen your builds in, in RC magazines and all of that uh, of your monster trucks. And you'd actually taken an Axial even prior to really the Axial SMT-10 coming out and you built one, basically a, a monster truck out of, uh, what was it? The, the Yeti at the time or yeah, the Wraith? Yeah, it was the Yeti. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, working for the magazine for car action magazine, you know, I used to have to go visit manufacturers and so on. And while I was living in California, they asked me to go visit, uh, you know, Axial cause they had, uh, the Yeti coming out. Um, and I went to their office I sat in their conference room and they pulled it out, put it on the table, and I said, you have a solid axle monster truck right there. The whole rear end with the tubular structure, four-link suspension. I said, you just put two of these together, and you have a monster truck. And they were like, you know, kind of interested uh, in hearing more. Um, I asked for a bunch of parts, and I threw a truck together really quick. I mean, in the magazine world, you have deadlines, and you can't miss them. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of stuff is thrown together, believe it or not. Um, and, and it was very happy with the results. Um so as I was working on that project for the magazine, trying to wrap it up and get it done, they asked me to come to their office again and bring that truck with them so they could discuss it. Um, and so as we're talking about the truck and they're looking at the, you know, what I've done and so on, they said, well, we've been working on this. And they busted out a prototype in a way of the SMT 10. So, awesome. um, 
Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool to be a part of that uh, too, you know. And we'll get to the low C. That's what I know most people are waiting to hear about. So we'll just let you know it's coming. But we want to give you a little bit of history with Kevin and RC Monster Trucks. So uh, when I first got into RC Monster Trucks, um, the solid axle ones, it was his little pamphlet that you have. It was on your um, your Facebook page. You had a link for um, a downloadable PDF, I guess, of how to set up monster mm. trucks. And I used that for so many things, you know, shock oil versus springs versus all, you know, the different setups um, for tuning it. And so um, I knew Kevin from that and from the magazines and uh, different Facebook groups. And But this is the first time we met. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get there. Let's 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 tease people a little into the, the low C side again. Um, and this is the first time you're seeing the production ish one. It's not a full production. It's still prior yeah. to. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I've been running the prototype for a long time, and I know not a lot changed. So basically, what I was going to be seeing is just you know different colors, the the refined body, just a few things refined, and that's it. So I pretty much knew what to expect. Okay. The um, the boys, uh, Ryan and Adam, had not seen it completed yet, and we didn't let them. So in the video that mm-hmm. people will watch, when they, they take off the flags, which the, I think the flags was your idea, or maybe mm-hmm. it was theirs. It's a great idea. But yeah. we, they pulled off uh, flags for their trucks and um, saw them for the first time, and, and those were like kind of real reactions to everything that they'd seen on it. Yeah, and that was a, a proud daddy moment for me. You know, it was the first time people outside of our group at Horizon uh, saw the truck, and and to see the reaction was really good because it it showed that we did everything right. You know, um, like I said, I've been working on this for years, and I know what works, I know what doesn't work, and uh, I kind of know what people want. So, um, yeah, I think we did a good job. It's based on those reactions alone. The uh, yeah, and they were they were super stoked about it um, for sure. And, uh, they got to get out and run them. Those guys can run pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'd never seen them run before. Uh, but you can tell they've had a lot of wheel time, even with RC cars, just by watching yeah. them drive. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so, th- so we open them for the first time. You get to see it, f- I guess, full production style. I actually have mine over my shoulder here on, uh, I can't really point to it very well. There it is up in the background. Um, but you guys really nailed it. And one of the things that I'd noticed about it was that the, the motor right away was sideways. And that reminded mm-hmm. me of your build. And so I'm sure that you had some, a little bit of influence in talking with people and they had questions for you. Um, but how do you feel like this thing handles overall, since you've had a bunch of wheel time with it, um, driving it, what's it like? Um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. It's the best driving solid axle monster truck I've ever driven. And I'm not just saying it because of what I did and, and who I worked with and so on. It, it really is. It's, you know, you got to remember uh, through the years, I've built so many solid axle monster trucks just personally. And then once I got to the magazine, it was on. I could build whatever I want, when I wanted, and how I wanted. Um, and it's, you know, by far, hands down, the best driving solid axle monster truck that I've ever driven. And, and I would say it's the best production truck for sure. And I would even put it up against a lot of aftermarket stuff, you know, really the, the and nice they're thing about fast, we did, right out of the box. They are stinking fast, which is what people are going to ask. Yeah, How fast like, is it? It's it, fast. 
It's fast. It's fast. It's powerful. It's easy to work on. The suspension works. It's just unbelievable, right? You don't really have to upgrade it. It's a truck that you can race, you can bash, and you can freestyle with right out of the box. You do not have to change anything. And if you want, you have all the adjustment there to fine tune it to do the specific job that you want it to do. But it's a great all around truck. Yeah, I was very impressed with it. I didn't even get to wheel it till the end of the second day we were there. Yeah. Um, no, I did it at the very beginning of the second day. I, I quickly did it in the gravel, but that wasn't a real experience mm -hmm. because that gravel was not, that was like being on an ice. Yeah, um, it was sketchy. Yeah. So I, I apologize for making you guys drive through the gravel so much now <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah. Um, cause that day one, there was quite a bit of gravel. It seemed like, mm -hmm. um, but you drove for a lot of the video. Um, first day you were driving the grave digger a lot. Adam had to yep. step away to help with his kids. Um, so through a lot of those shots under the, the muddy sports truck and all of that, um, under the grave digger, big truck. And, um, and then on the next day you ended up driving a lot of the son of a digger. In fact, there was a little mishap that happened at one point. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> We've what? seen the slow motion video now. Yeah. We kind of know what happened, but it wasn't your fault. But why don't you tell everybody about that? That was pretty awesome. That whole scene yeah, I mean, was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, you know, they have the, the monster truck ride truck there, and, and it's such a cool-looking truck. I love the thing. It's a beater. It's, you know, it's not the greatest, but it's so cool. And we had the kid, you know, drive along behind the monster truck, or the RC monster truck with the full-size monster truck. We thought it'd be cool. And, you know, Adam and I started out. And uh, we're going along, and I guess he got on it a little bit too much on that loose surface, by the way. Another loose surface you picked. And he kind of <laughs> spun out, hit my truck, got him jammed up. And, well, I had to get out of the way as fast as I could because that monster truck wasn't slowing down. And I got to be honest with you, I thought he was stopping for some reason. That's why I didn't really get out of the way. And then I realized he wasn't stopping, and it was too late. <laughs> yeah. Ran over, ran he couldn't over see for sure because one of the things we're trying to get – um, the, the tires as close and like ominous behind them as we could. And, uh, we had to do it several times because he was yeah. being so cautious. And this is one of those, like, you know, he shouldn't have said it, but you said it kind of things too, where it's yeah. like, dude, if you run one over, it's totally like, we'll deal with it. It's cool. Yeah. And, uh, but just stay on it and we'll get out of your way. <laughs> and, uh, through all of that, when you watch the replay, it's just like he, Adam gets up on your truck and pushes you sideways and then you goose it, and just that back end of it gets just yep. run over. Um, but it's quite a story to tell. And uh, yeah. it was an epic shot, though, having it that close, because we had to make him start first. And then you guys had to wait till he was like almost on you and mm -hmm. then take off to keep it right underneath those wheels, kind of looking like there's a possibility of getting crushed. Um, so we cut it for the main part of the video. What's funny, though, is. The next day is when that low C Super Baja Ray video posted. Yeah, yeah. And they had one of their trucks get run over by the um, the Brenthal truck. Yep. So two low C's got crushed by vehicles. And <laughs> yeah, I don't feel so bad videos, if you're seeing that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, tell us a little bit about some of the things that are different about this truck. You said that you've you've built a bunch of them. You say this one handles the best. Uh, out of the box, definitely for sure. Um, and I've now had some time with it and I'm actually running it right now. I think on 75%, it's faster than 95% of the monster trucks that I have uh, solid axles on my shelf. 
Yeah. Um, at 100% is faster than all of them, um, for sure, a lot faster. And uh, But there's a lot of other stuff that's going on with this as far as the scale details and all that. Why don't you talk about some of the things that, that you notice or that you like about uh, the way that it's set up? Yeah, honestly, I like everything about the setup. You know, it was one of the things we worked on with the prototype is we worked on getting the oils right, the tow right, you know, all the different things right. Um, you know, one of the things I really like is that we got the spring rate right. You know, most people, and I, and I watch a lot of videos, and, and people will think their trucks handle well, and you watch these videos of trucks with uh, axle-mounted shocks, and the shocks don't even move, you know, and that was one of my things. I really... I really stress that it has to have the right spring rate, it has to have the right damping, all that stuff. And the angle um, too. Yeah, the angle. Well, the angle is fully adjustable. Yeah. I mean, you can change the angle, the shock and all that. So that's the other thing. The truck has tons of adjustment. And that's another thing I really like because even if it does handle great out of the box, right, which it does, a lot of people are going to want to make adjustments to make it their own and, and to perform, you know, how they want it to. And there's tons of adjustment there. So that's another thing I like. So we got the spring rate, right? Lots of adjustment. It's easy to work on. You know, it's unbelievable. Like I said, I've had to tear it apart multiple times and, and it hasn't been an issue. Um, you know, the, the motor mounted perpendicular to the center line, which is in a theory will, will help reduce torque twist. Um, and the other thing that I really, really like is the sway bar design. It's something I came up with years ago. I've had them on my truck for years. It's very easy to tune. You can take the, um, you take, you don't have to remove tires or anything to remove the sway bar. You pull a set screw out of the bar itself, pull the whole assembly out, pull off the end, put a new sway bar in and you're good to go. The other thing about that too, is you can also technically, depending on how much play you have, you can fine tune that sway bar because there's a little bit of play in the, in the, um, in the cutouts there, the sway bar for the set screws. And then, you know, let's say there's no sway bar out there uh, available through Losi or anybody that you, you know, and you can't get the one you actually want. You can go to a hardware store or your local hobby shop, buy some music wire, throw it in there and you got your own custom sway bar very easily. Nice. It, it's unbelievable. It's that size so that you can just slip it right in. Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's about an eighth inch, I think, is our largest one. And then okay. you can go smaller, you know, depending on the power that you're putting through the truck. Obviously, if you have less power, you won't need as much sway bar to keep the torque twist down and so on. And these are big trucks. They're, yeah, they're big. They're, they're bigger than a 10 scale. Yeah, they're way bigger than the SMT 10. The, the dimensions of the truck are basically based on the trucks that I've built. You know, because I had a good, you know, good platform. I knew what I liked for the width, the wheelbase, and so on. I also knew what other people liked. So, you know, I gave them all that information as well. And we kind of based the truck on that. And that's where we started. And it feels actually to me like it's based off of the two six wheels now. Whereas before, you know, we take the SMT10s and we put 2.6 wheels on it and leave everything else the same. Body's the same. And then the bodies mm -hmm. look kind of tiny up against those big wheels. Where this feels much more scale to the truck um as far as sizing to me at least uh with yeah the and that wheels. was that was another thing you know that i made sure that they knew is that people wanted clod sized tires right clod sized wheels clod sized tires because of the scale look and so on but the nice thing about these wheels is we did them short course style so the outside has a scale look and i believe it's a little bit smaller than a clod wheel to make it more scale uh, but on the inside, it's a lot larger diameter, so you have less of a sidewall on the inside of the tire to help the tire perform a little bit better. And you get more clearance over knuckles, yep. all that more kind of clear. stuff. Because mm -hmm. that's the other thing is you get a ton of steering rate. <laughs> a ton. There is a lot of steering in that truck. It's actually, um, if you turn the steering up all the way, it's almost too much steering at times. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing because you could always dial out steering. You can't dial in steering. 
you know, so yeah, you and it doesn't clip the, if it's too much, it doesn't clip the, the sway bars, which are not the sway bars, the, the four the links, links yep. which are massive. Mm-hmm. The, the four links on this thing are big. <laughs> yeah. And forget about that. What about the rod ends? You know, that was yeah. another thing like blowing rod ends all the time on these trucks. It's like, we got to have really beefy rod ends. You know, I was thinking almost a scale, but these seem to be a little bit bigger even, you know, they're, they really went to town and made some large rod ends. So we pounded on these trucks for two days mm-hmm. and no broken axles, Mm-mm. no real broken parts to speak of throughout these trucks. Other than the one that got crushed, of course. Well, yeah, minor detail. Um, but all the driveline, everything was fantastic. And, you know, some of the hits that we took would have been probably axle breakers mm-hmm. on other trucks. Um, yeah, or, for sure. Um, you know, some of the landings on throttle. <laughs> that was the other thing I was thinking of. Like, that would start, you'd start hearing clicking in some of the other mm-hmm. axles. And these things just took it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. All metal drivetrain, A scale diffs. It's even got a center diff. Uh, and also, too, we eliminated the idea of a slipper clutch because most people with these slipper clutches, they start to slip, then they start to slip even more and more and more, and they don't end up working. So we have a, basically a rubber damper in there. Uh, so the rubber damper, along with the center diff, which is a very thick fluid, by the way, it doesn't really act, it doesn't really help the steering. It's more of a help the drivetrain kind of deal. Okay. I was going to say, because some people will be like, oh, they're not supposed to have center diffs. Real trucks don't have center diffs. Like, right? Isn't that kind of a lot of the rules are against center diffs? Yeah. And the the beauty is you can put a spool in there. Okay. Yeah. So if you you can't run a center diff, you can put a spool. But quite honestly, the diff fluid is so thick in the center, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. You'll see once you put the spool in there, it's going to steer just as good. Uh, as it did with the diff and huge hexes for the wheels. Yes. Yep. We've been running yeah, 12 millimeter on these huge wheels for a long time and they finally upped the size, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went with uh, 17 mil hexes. Uh, and the beauty is, is that most people, right? So they have clad size tires with 12, 12 millimeter hexes. What are you going to do with all the tires that you have when you buy the Losey truck? Well, good news. We have 12 millimeter hexes. Okay. You can put those on. You can run your old clod tires. The only thing you have to do is drill the center hole out just slightly because the center. Um, the axles are be, big. What's that? The actual axle coming out of the hex is larger diameter, right? Yeah, the it? axle itself is a little larger to make it stronger. So you're going to have to drill out just slightly because once you crank down on that wheel nut, you're going to push the you know plastic in and it's going to lock itself onto the axle. So uh, I would say just step up one size on a drill, you know, figure out what goes in there. I can't remember the exact size. Just drill it ever so slightly so you have more room for that axle. You're drilling out the wheel or you're drilling out the hex? The wheel. The wheel. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because it's uh, I believe it's a five mil uh, thread uh, on there, so you need to drill out the wheel because that's meant for a four mil. Four mil, yep. Yeah, right. So, okay. um, yeah, that's all you have to do um, to be able to fit on the the twelve mil hexes on that truck and use uh, your clod tires that you already have. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. Your two point two inch tires, whatever you have, you want to put on there, you can put it on there. The um, the body design I thought was pretty cool with the flip top, mm-hmm. um, and it it gets rid of the the post sticking out on the top, which is something a lot of trucks are trying to do. It seems like these days. And so instead they do the post down that you run your clips through to hold the body down from the bottom side. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. So yeah, the whole cage. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. I said, it's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great design. They did a good job with it and it makes for easy access and it makes it, uh, 
you know, so yeah, you don't have to see body clips. You basically, uh, you know, the whole cage pivots on the rear and then it has four body posts that come down into the chassis and you could just put the body clips in from the bottom. And if you, if you, uh, a lot of times what you do with those kinds of uh, systems is you have to put the body, you know, the truck upside down and scratch the body up. And you could do that with this truck and make it a lot easier, but also you, you could just leave it on its tires and put the clips in with no problem. So you don't even have to flip it upside down to put the body clips in or take them out. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I ended up doing is I just put in the front two and then I just kind of lift up on it to see the two side ones and get those in. It's super easy to do. Yeah. Um, new strap system, which is great for the battery, takes multiple sizes and it just kind of pulls mm -hmm. right across the top and it's just an elastic kind of rubber. Yeah. It's like a down. rubber system, kind of like what the TLR team and all are using in their, their two wheel drive buggies. It's a similar setup. You know, that was another thing is, you know, reviewing a lot of low C vehicles and other vehicles, you deal with these Velcro straps. If you have multiple straps, they're all going to stick together. It was, it's a nightmare. Most of the time, the Velcro straps are way too long for any normal battery too. So in this case, we basically have a rubber strap that straps in and yeah, allows you to run various size batteries with no problem. So one thing I haven't looked at yet, and you may have already gone in and looked into is how do you access the the diffs in the axles is that pretty easy because it's a scale <clears throat> axle as far as the outside you don't have like at least that i saw the you know the the diff case on the outside that you just quickly pulled out on a different truck and got in there how are these ones to get in and work on is it pretty simple yeah so um when it comes to um the differentials getting to the differentials like on my trucks that i designed i wanted a differential that i could pull out without removing anything from the truck six screws the differentials out problem with that was with this vehicle is it was just gonna be too costly so we couldn't do that setup uh you know you need slider shafts a whole bunch of things more molds you know everything so it just made more sense to do it more traditional um and you know it's very easy to do obviously you take the tires off and then the front hubs uh front steering hubs are, are held in with uh, two screws you or well, they're pins on top and bottom, kind of A-scale style. You pull out uh, some screws, pull the pins out, pull the drive shaft out, and then pull off four screws for the center, and the diff comes out pretty easy. The rear's a little bit more involved um, just because of the way the, the toe blocks are set in there, but it takes a little bit more time. But, you know, same thing, pull the shafts out. It's pull still the not out that difficult because even with the SMT-10s, even though you can get in from the back, you still have to pull the sides off and pull the mm -hmm. axles out in order to actually get the diff out so it doesn't yeah, seem that that's, much different. that's pretty much any truck yeah, yeah. so you, you pretty much have the, the the nice thing is the one cool thing that they really did that i thought was awesome is the center diff comes out super easy from the bottom of the chassis two screws take a plate off four screws take them out uh you know disassemble them out for the diff and the diff falls out it's awesome. that easy awesome yeah. i do love uh one of the things i love about these trucks is how easy it is just solid axle for the most part in general to get in and work on some of these things is one of my favorite things uh versus say like short course or things where i remember the first time i had to do my uh my short course truck diffs and i didn't know what i was doing and to get in there and get those diffs out was it was a beast for a newbie that was yeah. for sure yeah. <laughs> these ones are like oh man i can get in there and rip these out change out everything and have it back together in no time yeah pretty um, much but what um so at at the diggers dungeon what do you think was your favorite part of kind of the runs and 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 seeing the trucks perform uh when you saw when you were watching or when you were driving yeah i mean honestly it was the end of our shoot because one all the stress was off right we had all the shots we didn't have to worry about anything we were able to have fun and we went over to that freestyle track that Ryan set up in the morning, Ryan and Adam, and I had so much fun. That was the first time I really got to air the truck out. 
you know, and just really just do what I wanted to do and didn't have to worry about anything. You know, don't forget, I'm running a prototype truck for months here and I don't have parts. Right. So if I broke something, I'd be dead in the water. So you have to kind of be careful with some things. You don't want to yep. send it sailing totally. you know, and all that. You know, that's for the product developer to do. And uh, he's got all the fair parts. I don't. But, you know, it was the first time I was able to really let it let it sail in the air, you know, and the, and the power is so just smooth. There's so much power there. You can get so much air and just just even jumping it, you know, with the nose coming up in the air, you just give it a light tap of brake and it just perfectly came down. And I mean, it was just beautiful. It was unbelievable. I, I had an absolute blast at that point. Yeah. And that's when they really opened up because a lot of the stuff when you do these kind of shoots, you know, you're shooting the same gap over and over. All right. Mm -hmm. Hit this jump again. All right. You, you know, you were supposed to be in front and it got a little, you know, Let's do it again. And it's just the same little jump and then stop. And you don't really open it up and get that experience. But at the end, man, you guys are ripping it. And, and Ryan and Adam, before Ryan left, they, after their freestyles, because in the video, they actually do their own freestyle stuff mm -hmm. on that track. And uh, But at the end, when we were kind of recording them, just kind of mocking each other, which I didn't end up using. It didn't fit in with the music and everything. It was a little too comical. Um, but it was really funny. Uh, are like, eh, I can do that. You know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. We were, I was facing them. You were taking pictures mm -hmm. and they were just rocking it all, all over that thing. And those trucks can take it. Cause when we were jumping it for freestyle, they were trying to make it look more scale. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, trying to grease the landings and not mm -hmm. like just air it out. But once that was done, all bets were off. They were just airing it and cross threading and, just going nuts with it like you were doing at the end. And then I, that's when I finally got to drive it too. And that was awesome because you could launch it front flipped it. Um, you guys sent it over the bus as well out on the, <laughs> yeah. the ride track. Yeah. Um, it was a really fun two days. It was busy for sure. Yeah. Busy, busy. But, um, it was so cool to see him for the first time. Uh, and I'd heard about him because I heard about the shoot, uh, you know, when, when that'll happen, you know, of course I have to know that <laughs> it's coming. Plus Losi's not been shy about telling us it was coming. Um, but, um, just, you know, recently is when I kind of really heard, okay, they're, they're getting ready to come or we want you to go down there and shoot this. Uh, it's unfortunate Greg couldn't come because Greg Sopa with, uh, horizon because of all the COVID stuff and travel mm -hmm. and. Um, so he had reached out to me and, and asked me to go down and, and help film it. But man, I was blown away when I saw it, when you guys did that unveil, that was really the first look for me too. And I was so like wanting to jump out from behind the camera and get in there and look at all the details when they were looking at them. Cause you guys nailed everything down to the sponsor plates. And that mm -hmm. I thought was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. They got everything right. I'm telling you, it's, it's unbelievable. So what do you think people are going to say when they, they are able to actually get their hands on these things? Yeah, I, I think they're going to be in love with it. I think they're going to love the power. I mean, again, you know, when you compare it to most of the production solid axle monster trucks, I would say 99% of them, you know, this truck has so much power. And, and all that, but also it's, it's usable power, right? So on 3S, they're going to love it. You know, it's not like just out of control. You can actually drive it smooth and so on. I think they're going to love the look, you know, and I, I, don't know, I think they're going to love the adjustment that you get, you know, tons of adjustment to just get it right. 
Well, you guys have, I think, everything down to the braking in the ESC setup mm-hmm. perfectly. Because like you were saying, in the air, you let off throttle, and that thing just just levels out, and it just flies so beautifully. Yeah, um, yeah. What did you think? So Ryan pulled out some awesome moves, because one of the things we wanted to do was try and replicate what they would do in the real ones, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, did you think that we were going to be able to pull off the backflip, the moonwalk like that? Uh, no, I didn't think it was going to work because of the you know brake delay that they always have. And that was one of the things I was thinking about in my way there was how can we make stuff like that happen? And I was actually considering putting the speed control more into like a crawler mode so there's no brake. So I'd go right in a reverse so Ryan could do stuff like that or I could do it for the video. And no, not necessary. He was able to hit the brake just right in the air. And then that took care of the brake delay. And then, yeah, go in reverse. It was unbelievable. It's really cool. Yeah, and he was able to get it with that suspension. I guess just over-rotate it just that little bit to get that back end to pop back up so that you had that rotating hit. And then just – and he did it – honestly, he did it on his third try, Yeah, I think. And he didn't love it, and I think I missed the focus on it. (laughs) Yay, video guy. Um, I think I missed the focus and said, can we do it again? And he said, yeah. And then we moved to the other angle, which was the shot that we included in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shocked that he did it, uh, because everybody else I've seen do it like you has their, their ESCs in crawler mode. So it's like, yeah, it makes it a reverse. Lot easier. it's tough on the gearing and the axles, but I'm sure these trucks could probably handle it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I think so. Uh, yeah, no problem. These things are going to be awesome for freestyle. Ryan can build the course, man. He had that thing up and. <laughs> what? How long did it take us? Would you say? I would say maybe forty minutes. Like it didn't seem like it was very long, and it was done. I said we. I was including myself in that. I didn't do anything. I like pulled some of the sticks out of the dirt and threw them off to the side, and yeah, did a little shoveling. But he did it raking and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and had that thing up so fast. I was a little worried that morning when we got there, and there was still a pile of dirt. Yeah, um, there was a flat uh, dirt area and a pile of dirt. Yeah, I was a little concerned, too. But he he was not. <laughs> He's yeah. like, oh, no, I no, got he, this. This will be quick. Yeah, he got it. Yep. Um, well, this is cool, man. Is there anything else that I haven't thought to ask that you would want to mention about this just awesome truck? I know everybody's like – when is it coming? When is it coming? If you're watching this or you're listening to this, it's been announced now. It yeah, shouldn't yeah. be long. Um, but what are, what are some things about this that I'm not even thinking to ask about or that you think people would want to know? I, I think you pretty much nailed it. You know, we, we talked about all the different things. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I don't think we mentioned was the radio being a smart radio. Yep. Uh, so if okay. you're using a smart battery with the truck, you can see how much voltage is in the battery on your radio. That's a great feature. The other thing I really like. And, and we use that a lot. Yeah. And, yeah but we did. We, the yeah, problem exactly. was we realized, Oh, the batteries there are somewhere in the truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was great to have, especially with what we were doing. So we knew where the batteries were at. And the other nice feature about this radio, unless he's been doing this for a while now is that you have the throttle limiter. Yeah. I love that feature. You know, I, I even, you know, at my store, I tell my customers about it all the time, how great that feature is. You know, you want to hand it off to a newbie, you put it to 50%. You want to, you know, you're on a loose, you know, gravel surface. You can put it down <laughs> to 75%, whatever, whatever it is to make the truck maybe a little bit better in that one area. Again, more adjustment for you with the truck. It's fantastic. Yeah. 
the one thing I didn't we didn't mention is that it's um, the chassis style of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the SMT10 where it's full cage. Um, this is this is geared for performance. Yes, which is what yep. Losi is about. I think this is meant to be able to you literally, and this is something we have not had. And as somebody, my whole thing with the YouTube channel, everything that I started for media for this has been. How do we let people know about how awesome this hobby is and how do we get more people involved? And I actually did one of my earliest podcasts was, um, is RC monster trucking racing, uh, an exclusive group, uh, to which the answer was yes, because nobody can just come in and do it. Like you can't Mm -hmm. just go and buy something off the shelf and race. And if you do, you're not going to compete. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Depending on the classes and how they set them up. Yeah, you're not going to compete with a bone stock truck at all. Um, There's a lot of modification that goes into it. You know, basically the sunlight axle monster truck scene, at least before I would say the Losi truck, was kind of where crawling was years ago, where people were making their own custom trucks because they couldn't buy one out of the box that performed well. Yep. Well, that's where the solid axle monster truck scene was. And, you know, it took a company like Horizon and and, and Losi to come around and do what they needed to do to make everybody happy right yeah. out of the box. And I don't mean it in a negative way for sure. It's just, it that's basically what the industry handed and people were custom making it because they wanted to do solid axle monster trucks, but it did yep. make it a little bit tough to break into unless you really were going to throw down. Well, now it's a little bit easier and uh, a little bit less painful on the wallet. I think uh, oh, a lot less painful and more just going to be tuning because these have mounting options to even if you want to, you don't have to do shock on axle. There mm-hmm. are so many holes in that chassis to be able to put yeah. them a little bit, you know, do it on the trailing arms if you want to get that kind of style performance. Although I thought it handled really awesome. Well, on that's axle. the thing for me, right? When, when you think about how you mount your shocks on a solid axle monster truck, and I think I talked about this in my guide, you know, when you mount your shock directly to the axle, that shock is pushing directly on the tire in a way when you have it mounted on the lower link you're not applying as much pressure to that tire therefore removing traction in a way so depending on the situation it's better to have an axle mounted shock but the thing was is we didn't have the right spring rates available right and i was actually getting to the point where i was just going to make my own springs and offer those up to people so we get the right spring rates Mm. right um but that's the thing is we did it right. The spring rates feel good. And in my opinion, this truck performs better with the, well, again, it, it depends on the situation, but in the situation we're in right now with all the testing I've done and with what we did at Digger's Dungeon, I feel like the truck is going to perform its best with the shock mounted on the axle. Now, if you're running on a carpet track, something with high traction and so on, you might want to move that shock to the lower link and try that, you know, but again, it all is what works for you and what, you know, you got to experiment and try things out. Just don't do what that guy did or that guy did. Try it. Yeah. See what works. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, I think, I think we've covered it and you've given a lot of cool insights into it, um, that I would don't even know about. And, uh, I know that you've been doing this for a long time and it was awesome to meet you and, uh, yeah, and finally you. get to hang out there. And, yeah. um, we were scrambling. It was a busy two days. Yes, it and, was. <laughs> um, we, we thought the second day would be shorter, but we still went pretty much a full day. Yeah. Um, yeah. by the time we were walking out, which, and then I was driving directly to Baltimore. I, I think I got there at like 1030. <laughs> oh, geez. It was a yeah, long that's not day. Too bad. No, it was yeah. it wasn't bad at all. It was a long day, but um, 
yeah, it was really fun to to see you guys running the trucks. Um, finally, get my hands on it at the end and, and drive it and see what you guys were talking about because you guys were giggling a lot when you were running them, and there was a whole lot of holy cow, I can't believe it just did that, or you know, there yeah. were a lot of moments yeah. like that mm-hmm. um, from Ryan's uh, moonwalk to um, when Adam was running it for freestyle. I I heard him like saying that would have been a blown diff. That would have. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, like, that's one thing he told me on the side when you were working with Ryan, he even said, he goes, if I did those with any of my trucks, they'd be done. Yeah. There's no way they would have held up. Yeah. And he does a lot of working on them cause he's got his kids running them too. Yep. He's a master mechanic. So yeah, he's got his own little hobby shop yeah, basically. <laughs> of parts and all that. It was crazy. Um, well, Kevin, thank you for coming on and, um, thank you for the work that you've done in, in helping Losi and them bring this to market. I'm super excited that this is available for people to literally walk in, um, and buy. Uh, th- there are other options for bodies. If you want to do other bodies still, just like any other truck, it will have body posts that you can run. You don't have to run the cage system if that's not your thing. But, uh, you guys kind of, it feels like thought of everything that people were going to ask about or question or, you know, uh, from the, the hex sizes to, uh, the spool for the diff, if that's not allowed to body post for switching out your bodies. So, um, it's really, really a solid truck and, um, I can't wait for other people to get a chance to try them because I think they're going to be blown away. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, thanks for having me on. And I love talking about the truck. You know, I really want people to understand what the truck is about. You know, it's not just a solid axle monster truck. There's a lot to it. That makes it very special. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have fun RCing, and we'll catch you in the next one.